Dr. Alan Leica here, and I'd like to welcome you to How to Live a Fantastic Life Show, where we will be discussing the important aspects of your life. We hope to inspire you to live the best life you can. Get out of your comfort zone and explore the awesome world around you. Break through your barriers. Take inspired action. Use the difficulties in your life to achieve the best version of you. Ladies and gentlemen, today we have a very special guest. Her name is Nancy Picard, and she's a certified integrative coach through the Ford Institute for Transformational Training and the Levin uh, Life. Uh, let me try that again. Nancy Picard is a certified integrative coach through the Ford Institute for Transformational Training and the Levine Life Coach Academy. She is certified as a breakthrough shadow coach, and I'm sure we're going to go into that in a few minutes, an empowered parent coach, a courage coach, a healing coach, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But she is an author of a great book called Bigger, Better, Braver. And she's going to teach us how to uncover your vision, plan your leap, understand faith and fear, and how to stay the course and more. So today, I want to offer you Nancy Picard. Thank you. I'm happy to be here. So Nancy you didn't get to where you are without climbing a mountain of adversity. Tell me about that mountain that you climbed. Well, you're talking about the mountain Kilimanjaro or just the mountain in my life? <laughs> I, I think the mountain Kilimanjaro is just a backdrop for what's going on in your life. Yes, it is. It is. Well, let's see. I was married for 26 years. And when my marriage fell apart, I fell apart and I did not have the tools. I wasn't equipped and it took me a really long time to pick myself up, move on, reinvent myself, get my faith back, get my, my courage back and become the woman I am today. So everything that has happened to me has happened for the evolution of my soul. I really believe that. And so I can't look back and wish something hadn't happened because it's who I am today. And um, when I was turning 60, I wanted to do something really big that was going to take me outside of my comfort zone and really prove to myself what I could still do. You know, 60 was this, oh, my God, number. And I wanted to just prove to myself it was just a number. So I did kill him. It just was a great spiritual awakening for me. And it proved to me that there was nothing I could do if I put my mind to it. And so from there, that set me up on writing my book, Bigger, Better, Braver. And it was it that same year in 2017 that you went to Thailand and Vietnam? Yes, I went to Thailand and Vietnam as part of my training, as part of my being able to travel across the country alone, because that was another one of my fears. I didn't like to travel alone. And so, yes, I did all three of those in the same year, basically. You know, I look back on my trips to Vietnam and Thailand now, 
that I did in the fall of 2019 and Mm. say, oh, my God, I'm so glad I did that because the world changed that. I I mean, we got into COVID and locked down for two years. So I keep getting these pictures on my phone coming up and reminding me of the great journey that I was on. I loved it. Both of them were amazing. All three of those trips were highlights in my life. When I was there, it was around uh, the middle of November in 2019. And the Thais have this lantern festival where they do these great big lanterns and launch them to the sky. And I said, what a great analogy for life. How Mm. important it is to let our dreams grow and go to the sky. I love that. It's great. So is that what you mean by living a bigger, better, braver life? Is that what you mean by that? Or what exactly do you mean by that? I think that bigger, better, braver means something different to every single person. But what it means is getting outside your comfort zone and doing something that you're afraid to do, but you do it anyway. That's how you become bigger, better, braver. For me, I've learned to really cultivate getting uncomfortable, getting comfortable with being uncomfortable, because I know that growth is always on the other side. So if I sat back and listened to that imposter syndrome voice saying, oh, you're not big enough to be that, there are other people that can do that better than you, on and on and on, I'd be sitting on my couch forever. So when I hear that voice, I know that that's a signal for me to leap. That's my time. And that's what I I want everyone to do. You know, to me, uh, fear is a very important acronym. It means false expectations appearing real. You know, 95% of what we fear never come true. Isn't that right, Nancy? 100%. And so all of the anxiety and all of the drama that you put into your fear of something happening and that it never does happen is just wasted. It's wasted energy. It puts cortisol through your system, which is really unhealthy. There is no benefit in fearing and worrying about something that hasn't happened yet. Yeah, I I think that's very important. And I, you know, if you worry about something that's going to happen, all that worry is wasted. Because if it does happen, it's just worry. And if it doesn't happen, It's just worry. So worrying is really a wasted set of energy. Yeah. I ask my clients, like, what's the percentage of the likelihood that the worst possible thing is going to happen? So what is the worst possible thing that could happen? If that does happen, what will you do? Because there's always going to be, you're always going to have an answer. And then what's the percentage of the likelihood that that will happen? And when they see that it's, they'll survive if it does happen and the likelihood is like so low, okay, then stop worrying about it. So, so what do you mean when you say meet the shadow, understand your limiting beliefs and unconscious commitments? So we all have beliefs that were formed in our childhood, usually under the age of 10. Something happened. We were not emotionally mature enough to handle it or understand it, but we made a meaning about it. And then that meaning doesn't even hit our conscious 
awareness. It's buried in our subconscious, which is why it's called the shadow, but it rules our operating system. It may sound like my needs will never be met or I'm unworthy or I'm broken or I need to stay quiet to be safe. I need to be perfect to be loved. I need to take care of everyone else to be loved. All of these beliefs from our childhood, they are there to protect us as a child. But as an adult, they just keep us small. So, for example, you are seven years old and you're in a class and you stand up to read and you mispronounce a word and everybody laughs at you. You unconsciously make a decision that you're stupid or your voice doesn't matter. And then you make a commitment to yourself. I will always stay silent. I will never speak in public. So that kind of keeps you safe as a little boy. You don't get put yourself into that position again. But fast forward 30 years, you're in meetings and you have a voice and you have opinions, but you never state them. And people think you don't even know what you're doing because you never speak up in, in, in a meeting. So it, it hurts you. It keeps you playing small. So it was formed to keep you safe. But as an adult, it keeps you small. Yeah, I understand. You know, when I was a child, I remember vividly when I was in grade one or grade two, I uh, was a bit of a class clown and I made some kids in the class laugh and it disrupted the teacher. So she made me sit in the corner with a dunce's hat on my head. Gosh. You know, I remember that div- vividly to this day and age. So that has caused me to be a person that doesn't like to speak out and, and say things out of turn. Now, that's helped me in life, but it's also hurt me in life, too. So I, I remember those things that happened in our childhood come back to really to really affect us later in life. Exactly. It's a perfect example. Now, another thing you talk about, which is very important, is setting and maintaining healthy boundaries. Let's go into that a little bit. So those same beliefs that keep you playing small keep you from setting healthy boundaries. So if you have a belief that you need to take care of everyone else to be loved, then you don't have the belief that your needs matter. You become a people pleaser, an overdoer, a conflict avoider. And you go through life doing that and your needs are never met. You think that it's a bad thing to be selfish and you think it's a good thing to be selfless. But honestly, they're just, they're two sides of a spectrum. And if you don't learn to be selfish when it's appropriate, you will never get your meet your needs met because people won't even know that you've got needs. And then you become passive aggressive and you don't set healthy boundaries and you don't ask for what you need. So you don't get what you need. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, I think, you know, Mark Victor Hansen and his wife, Crystal, has just have written a book this year or last year. And the book is called Ask, A-S-K. And, mm-hmm. and I think that's a very significant book because we do not ask for what we want. We have forgotten that principle of asking. Yes, because we don't think we're worthy of asking. And then what happens is like, if you think you're a conflict avoider, you really end up causing conflict. It's like, if you try to push a beach ball, 
down into the water in a pool, let's say, and you're pushing and you're pushing and you're pushing and all of a sudden it comes flying out, you know, sideways. That's what happens when we ignore our needs and ignore our needs and ignore our needs, or we don't say what's on our mind and we don't say what's on our mind. All of a sudden we explode very inappropriately with more energy than that particular situation needs. And now you've caused a lot more conflict than if you had just stated your needs in the first place. So, so how do we use our fears as driving things for change? Uh, for me, I, when I'm afraid of something, it's a signal for me to do that very thing. Everything I do when I first started doing podcasts, when I first started doing speaking events, everything that I was afraid to do, I recognized that I needed to take fear by the hand and move forward because everything is going to give us gifts or lessons. And both of them are things that we need for the evolution of our soul. So if I try something and I fall on my face, okay, so I'm still proud of myself for trying. And now what can I learn about this? What can I do differently? How do I succeed next time or the time after? You know, successful people are just the ones that don't quit. They just keep trying over and over and over again. Successful people fall on their ass just as much as people who are not successful. That's right. Everybody remembers the example of Thomas Elva Edison, who uh, invented the light bulb. Mm -hmm. But he failed like 4,000 times at his attempt to make it. And all he said was, that's another thing that didn't work. (laughs) Right, exactly. Exactly. It's a stepping stone. Like I talk a lot about the growth mindset versus the fixed mindset. Well, the growth mindset is okay with failing and it's okay with learning and trying new things. It's the juices in the journey. It's not like in just the success. That, that's important. And, and another thing that when you're going on this journey, you must keep your personal vision right directly in front of you. How do you discover and implement your personal vision? Well, you have to get out of autopilot. So you have to actually ask yourself, what do I want? What do I need? You know, what, what do I desire? How would I like my life to look a year from now? And you can you could talk about it in every single area. And then once you make that decision, you get quiet enough to listen to what your heart wants, not what your ego wants, not what your parents want, not what your partner wants or your children want. What do you want when you get quiet enough to know what you want? Then that has to become like a target. And then every choice you make needs to be in alignment with that target. So like I think about a bow and arrow, and if you shoot that arrow towards the target, every choice you make must be on the trajectory of that arrow. Otherwise, you you won't get there. It's that simple. Yeah, and I, you know, I one of my mentors and friends is a person, a businessman by the name of Joe Polish. And Joe Polish talks about blind archery. He says, you cannot do archery being blind. And I think that's true about vision as well. You have to have a firm grasp of where you're going in order to get there. Yeah, you need a map. 
I mean, I live in Colorado and I live part time in California. And if I got in the car without a map and I wanted to drive there, I'd never get there. Life is the same way. <laughs> I, I laugh because I use my GPS rather than a map in this day and age. Right. It seems to guide me better. I, and it sees obstacles along the way that I would have never known about. This is true. So I can change that. So you couldn't get there without a GPS. <laughs> <laughs> well, you have a plan that you talk about. You talk about pushing past your hurdles and taking decisive action. Maybe you could tell us about your plan, how you get to this bigger, better person that you are. How, what, what do you say are the bigger, better ways to get there? I think you have to not give in to your fears. You have to have a plan. You have to not give in to your fears. And you have to stay in integrity with the things that you want to do. So a lot of times, I mean, having a coach is a wonderful way to get anything done. It's your um, your integrity and it's your accountability partner. So that's the most important thing. You either need a coach or you need a friend. You need to give your plan. You have to say it out loud. You have to write it on paper. You have to make it real. You have to bring other people into it so they know about it. They can help you stay accountable. And then you have to chunk everything down into very doable action steps that are specific and measurable and achievable and realistic and time-based so that you are going to know if you did them or you didn't do them. It's not just going to be like, oh, I want to do that. You're going to actually have a plan and action steps and you make them small enough so that they're doable and you can be successful and you just take one little step at a time until they mount up to getting you where you want to go. Okay. Now, you've been a, a coach for a long time. Maybe you can give us some examples from your coaching career of people that you've helped. Oh, God, I've helped so many people. So people come to me for all different reasons. They come to me because they're in a career that they're not happy with, but they're making good money, but they're no longer passionate about it and they're afraid to leave. They may want into a relationship. They may want out of relationship. They may want to write a book. They may want to have children. They may want to travel. Whatever it is they want to do, their version of bigger, better, braver they don't understand the things that are holding them back. So I help them uncover their shadow beliefs so that they then can leave the job or they're willing to try to open up their heart and get into a relationship or they're, they find, you know, the, the faith to get out of a relationship that they know is no longer serving them. So all of these things, that, that's what I work on. I work, I, it depends on who, People come to me because they're stuck. There's something they want that they don't know how to get. They don't even know why they're stuck, but they know they're not happy. Or they may actually know what they want. So, so there's fear involved and there's resistance and there's stuckness that's involved. And any of those reasons are why people come to me. Yeah, what, one testimonial that's, uh, that comes up is Simone Powers wrote, Bigger, better, braver coaching increased my self-worth, independence, and helped me heal what I thought were my weaknesses. I finally have the clarity 
to truly care for myself instead of using my past uh, patterns as a crutch with her humor and her no BS approach uh, <laughs> with a lot of love. Nancy helped me feel safe and accept it. That's great. You know? So she, she came to me. She was in and out of relationships. She wanted to get into a relationship. I can tell you that she is now married with a new baby. Life is working for her. She's very happy. And it was basically helping her uncover what was keeping her stuck, the negative patterns that weren't working for her, and how to actually get everything she wanted. So she is definitely a success story. Excellent. And Stephen Engel, CEO, says a seasoned life gang, a, a seasoned life guide, Nancy Picard helps us see around the blind corners of our personal Kilimanjaro, clear the disempowering brush of our childhoods and step up to bigger destiny, all in an actionable workbook of enabling insights, proven tools, and touching stories. That's another, 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 another Fortune 500 CEO guy wasn't happy with his career, wanted to change his career. You know, it's a big deal to, to actually, even if you know what you think you should do, you need somebody to hold you accountable so that week after week after week, as you're uncovering exactly what's holding you back, you're also getting action steps that you're promising to yourself and I'm holding you accountable because you can't show up the next week not having done it. And it's true. I I am very compassionate, but I hold my clients to a very high level. And it sounds, it sounds, like, it sounds like you're a great person. You have a sense of humor, but you hold your 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 clients with their feet to the fire so that they don't they don't wiggle out of the way i do i really do i do and and i i think that's important and and the other thing is you help people with a step-by-step approach and i think that's what's lacking in a lot of approaches i i know with coaching coaching can be very nebulous and and you know what many coaches do is just feedback what you say and, and say, what do you think? Yeah, I don't do that. I, that, that doesn't help a lot of people. Yeah, I don't do that. I mean, I let you come up with your own answers. I used to own a personal training gym. And I used to say to my clients, all you have to do is walk in. I, then I'm in charge. I, you just do what I tell you to do. And you're going to walk out of here an hour later. And you're going to be you know, exhausted. And you're going to have had a great workout. That's not how coaching is, though. Coaching, I guide you, but you do find your own answers and you make your own action steps. And I just make sure that they're doable. And then you have to be accountable. Yeah. Are there some pearls from your book that you'd like to share with us at this point? Hmm. The whole book is pearls. (laughs) Um, But I think that the juices in the journey is really important. So you want to become resilient. You want to fail. You want to fail often. And you want to step outside your comfort zone. You have to get comfortable with being uncomfortable. There's no other way. You don't just 
You don't become bigger, better, braver from the couch. You know, there's a saying that the the last man in a race still beats the man on the couch. It's that, true. That's a, that's a beautiful state. Right? Yeah, that's a beautiful saying. Well, Nancy, this show is called How to Live a Fantastic Life Show. So I'm going to hold you personally accountable now. And I'm going to ask you on a personal level, how do you have a fantastic life? You know, I, I, um, I have really high standards for myself. And I am always in a growth mindset. And so I always do what I say I'm going to do. And I hold myself accountable because as a coach, I can't ask my clients to hold themselves accountable if I don't do the same thing. So actually being a coach helps me stay accountable and I'm always growing. I've got new courses coming out. I've got a course coming out next month with Jen Connect You. And that was a bigger, better, braver move for me. So I'm, oh, I have a bigger, better, braver course myself, a group course and um, a boundary course. And then I do all my one-on-one coaching and I am a speaker at uh, Rancho La Porta for two weeks every year, which is like, I love that. It's one of my favorite gigs in the world. And so I am always pushing the envelope. And at the same time, I'm a mother, I'm a grandmother, I'm a, I have a partner. I'm always, I'm just living a full life and I'm always taking it to the next level. Now that's huge. Now, the flip side of that question is for our listeners, Nancy. How do you recommend our listeners have a fantastic life? I feel like you have to get quiet and figure out what it is that you are passionate about or you think you could be passionate about or what is one thing that's outside your comfort zone you have always wanted to do but you've been afraid to do because I can tell you that stepping outside your comfort zone and doing that thing regardless of the outcome will make you feel so good about yourself and that's what it's all about proving to yourself that you are worthy of stepping outside your comfort zone. You are worthy of being bigger, better, braver. Fantastic. Well, Nancy, we're just about at our end now. Uh, Two things. How can people get a copy of your book, Bigger, Better, Braver? So Bigger, Better, Braver, Conquer Your Fears, Embrace Your Courage, and Transform Your Life is on um, Amazon. It's everywhere books are sold, really, and everywhere books are sold. And you can get the written book or you can get the audible. I personally love the audible, but if you want to take notes, which you probably will, I, you know, the written is a good way to go. Um, you can follow, you can look at my website, nancypicardlifecoach.com. Um, I'm on Instagram. I'm in Clubhouse. I'm on Facebook. I'm everywhere. I'm on LinkedIn. I'm everywhere. Fantastic. Now, the second question, which is even more important, is how can people get in touch with you? Mm. So you can email me at nancy at nancypicardlifecoach.com. And you can, I sent you a media kit, so this will all be in your show notes, right? Yes, for sure. So I do free discovery calls if you want to see what coaching would be like and how I could help you. And I have group coaching for those that can't afford to do the one-on-one coaching. 
And I also have a um, an evergreen course that goes along with the book and a workbook. So that's like the easiest way to do it. So start with the book, start with a free discovery call. Any of those will work. Wonderful, Nancy. Thank you for spending this time with us today. And, and thank you for being such a real person. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I really enjoyed it. Yeah, thank you. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, talk to you soon. You've been listening to How to Live a Fantastic Life. Be sure and pick up a copy of Dr. Leica's book, The Secrets to Living a Fantastic Life, on Amazon.com. And you'll want to subscribe right here on this page so you don't miss a single episode. Have a fantastic day. Oh,